Blog Talk Radio. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Good evening. This is Minister Aaron Williams, Reverend Williams, um, DTW Ministries by way of blog talk for the Purpose Kingdom Network. We thank God for you being here. We thank God for the presence of God. We thank God for the people of God. You know, 319-527-6091. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, get them to call that number. You know, we're still a call-in service, although we're on Facebook Live. We're live internationally on Facebook going through the air, through all type, all nations across this um, globe, but we're also on um, internet radio, but on phone, on audio um, internationally also. Again, 319-527-6091. This is the 1,879th episode of Purpose Kingdom, and we do thank God for those that are tuning in. God, we do thank you, and we bless you. God, you've been merciful, you've been kind, you've been long-suffering with us. God, and we're here tonight to glorify you. We pray that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts, that it would be acceptable in your sight, God. Thank you for the word, Holy Spirit. We pray that you would have the preeminence even through everything that's said, God, that it would go forth for your word will not come back void. God, that it would go forth, God, to declare your word, declare your will, declare your purposes, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I'm, I'm so excited about your movement. You know, uh, movement, I thought another, I always come up with some type of, you know, sayings or, you know, cliches that I try to throw in there to sound, you know, uh, impressive, sound interesting. Um, but, you know, um, when I looked this up, you know, uh, movement versus a moment, you know, things came up like Black Lives Matter and, and different, you know, activist groups um, across this nation, across the world um, that came up. And I was like, God, when I think about the movement of God. When, when I think about the monuments that we have, you know, we have big cathedrals, you know, we have the 16th chapel, we, we have, you know, um, churches in Rome, we have churches in England, we have churches all across America, we have churches all across the globe that are um, monstrosities of human um, engineering, you know, um, that, that we look to that are just great monuments, you know, um, of man's accomplishments. You know, um, some of those places no longer does the Spirit of God dwell in their halls and corridors or was a monument for that moment, you know, for that movement, for that time. You know, and God is calling us. I, I, let me, God is calling me, you know, um, and, 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 and as I continue to glean, like I continue to tell you that these broadcasts that I'm on are my growth you know, in the Lord, and what the Lord gives me, I believe it's for the church, um, but also I believe it's for the sinner man that's out there that belong to the Lord, because we know that everyone that God is calling has not yet come, and I believe that, that this word is for those that are out, you know, in the world that know, you know, 
you're supposed to be in church. You know you need to come home. And this word is for you, but God is calling you home. You know, God is calling you back to himself as the day approaches, as the day enjoys not of the coming of our Lord. You know, you, you can see the signs of the times. And, and, and we also see that when tragedy strikes and when things begin to happen closer to home, the churches begin to fill up. You know, people, people join into the movement. You know, not not to be revived, not not not, not to be closer to God, not, not not to really join themselves with God, but to run to a place where they feel safe in their heart, safe in their spirit. Yet their heart continues to be far away from God in their declaration, in the lifestyle that they live, in the way that they carry themselves. But there's a desperation there that they want. You know, like we see the movie and, and we read in Deuteronomy. When Moses destroyed the tablets, when in Exodus, when Moses destroyed the tablets, you know, he said, if you're on the Lord's side, come here. If you're not on the Lord's side, you know, he threw the tablets down. We, we know how the story went, and, and, and thousands were swallowed up as the earth opened up. You know, um, and, and God hasn't gone to that of an extreme with us, you know, um, in the New Testament, in our generation, where we've seen, you know, people just get swallowed up by earthquakes. You know, we know that there's earthquakes in diverse places. We know that there's tragedies all across America, all across the world, but we don't know anyone that's being swallowed up in the earth because they disobeyed God. Matter of fact, we see people that disobey the will of God every day, all over TV, all over the airways, in our workplace in the marketplace, you know, and we, you know, we ain't so suchy much, you know, we're not perfect, you know, well, even when our own shortcomings, you know, God has still been merciful, but I was telling, you know, our engineer, you know, and our, our online pastor, you know, and our pastor, period, um, Pastor um, Daly, um, Pastor Toy, um, that I was reading Psalm 78, and Psalm 78 been breaking my heart. I mean, every time I read it, it really deals with my heart. It really deals with where we are, you know, um, as a nation. Because the children of Israel and those in the Old Testament literally went through these things. But when I see the the, the, the similarities, the comparisons to where they were naturally, where they were spiritually, where they were in their life, where they were in their heart. And then I read the New Testament, you know, in Second Timothy, the same thing happened where God gives them over to what they want. What a, what a tragedy that God would give you what you want. And what you want destroys you. I heard Mike Tyson says the same thing, that the, the worst blessing sometimes that God can give you, that you can have, is to get everything you want. It, 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 Psalm 78 runs down the resume of God. He opened up the Red Sea, and they walked across on dry ground. They needed water. He broke the rock open, and it says that water came out of the rock like rivers. This says that they ate the corn of heaven. That It said that man did eat angels. Food. It says that all these things God gave them in the wilderness, yet they tempted God even more and said, look, can God fill a table? He, 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 he provided for us. He, he, he's given us angels' food. He's given us manna. He's given us provision. He's given us sustenance. But can he make a table? Can we get some shrimp up in here? Can we get some steak up in here? Can we get some meat? And it says that they, they wanted and desired more. They, they tempted God by asking for meat. And it says that God gave them what they want. But wow, the meat was in their mouth.
while the meat was yet in their mouths, the Bible said, the wrath of God came on them. What benefit does it have for us, you and I, to gain their whole world, to gather the things of this world that we desire? Hey, if you can go for them and keep your heart right before God, praise the Lord. But it said that they tempted God, for they didn't believe God, yet they cried to God with their mouth, but their heart was far from God. I'm going to read Psalm 78, just a portion of it. Um, Psalm 78, I'm going to start at verse 17. It said that they sinned yet more against him by provoking the Most High in the wilderness, and they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. Yea, they spake against God. They said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock, and the waters gushed out, and the streams overflowed. Can he give us bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? They weren't satisfied with the provision of God. They weren't and some and, and I have to repent of that because I know I want to have a lot of money. I, I know we do. A lot of people do. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But do I want to have these things apart from knowing God? Is my pursuit for these things my idol instead of my pursuit for God? It said, can he provide flesh also? Therefore, the Lord heard it. The Lord heard it after he ran down his resume, after David read down, wrote down the resume of God towards the people of Israel, his goodness toward them, his long-suffering toward them, his patience toward them, his provision for them, his sustenance for them. Yet God heard their heart. How that is. Therefore, God heard this and was angry. It says, wrath in the King James. So a fire was kindled against Jacob, and the anger also came up against Israel because they did not believe in God and trusted not in his salvation by God. These words are, are key here because they how they play into the story of the New Testament narrative. They did not believe in or trust in his salvation. As you can see even now today when you try to preach the gospel, a lot of scoffers are raising up. A lot of wickedness is going on. People or you talk about Jesus and talk about repentance and talk about salvation and people will come and do their sin in front of you, blow the smoke in your face and it seems like try to try to make it like it's something that's funny and then the crowd will laugh and you know, the mockers and those that will ridicule the gospel are come before you. And said but they believed not God and trusted not in his salvation. Though he commanded the clouds from above and opened the doors of heaven, he rained down manna for them to eat and had given them the corn of heaven. Man did eat angels' food. He sent them meat to the full. He gave them what they wanted until they were satisfied. He caused the east wind to blow in heaven. By his power, he brought up the south wind. He rained flesh also upon them as dust and feathered fowl, like as the sand of the sea. And he let it fall in the midst of their camp. Can you imagine that? 
that in the midst of a wilderness, no water around except the water that's provided by God that's coming out of a rock. All of a sudden, chickens start falling out of the sky. You know, chickens start falling out. All type of fowls start falling out of the sky right in the middle, right in the middle of your camp, right in the middle of where you're ready to cook and ready to prepare them. Round about their habitation. So they did eat and were filled, for he gave them, my God. Now, let me not be guilty. Let my desire be what you desire for me in the name of Jesus. He gave them their own desire. You know, and I'm saying this for me. This is not for everyone. I'm saying this for me because I understand my heart. I understand what I want. I want some things. I, I, I want to be well off. You know, I, I, don't, I don't like working. You know, if I didn't have to work, I wouldn't work. God knows I wouldn't. But, you know, not my will, but the will of God. So they did eat and were filled, for he gave them their own desire. But, where, but they were not estranged from their lust. They weren't separated from what they wanted. What they wanted, God gave it to them. But while their meat was yet in their mouths, what a tragedy. The wrath of God came upon them and slew the fattest of them and smote down the chosen men of Israel. My goodness. Hey, 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 I'm Stephanie, bless you. And and smote. Listen, the chosen, those those that were set apart for God. Has God set you apart? Do you, do you recognize the separation that God has done in your life, but yet your life is not measuring up? You've made that you've made that moment with God a monument. You've made that moment with God as a as a stone to say, I have it now. No, God is moving. God is, is continuing to regress or egress, continuing to move forward. God is continuing to progress and move forward. If you and my grandmother said, if you, if you can't, and you don't know the direction that you're going, begin to mock time, but never stop or get out of cadence. A lot of us have gotten out of cadence, and we're trying to skip along to try to get back in rhythm. That's okay, whatever it takes to get you back in rhythm, but you can't take a moment with God. You can't take what God has done for one time and make a monument out of it because God is a progressive movement. God is continuing to evolve us. He's making us. We're, we're, we've been saved. We are being saved, and we will be saved. We've been sanctified. We are being sanctified, and we will be sanctified. We will be holy. We were holy. We are being made holy. We know that we're the righteousness of God, but there's a progression in God. God's movement, God's movements don't turn into monuments. And, and it was okay. You know, when Peter, James, and John went on the Mount of Transfiguration, you know, Peter said, look, man, it, this is unbelievable. This is fabulous. It's good for us to be here. Let's make a monument. 
Let's make three tabernacles, Lord. Let's do this thing. Let, let's make this the place where we stay because we want a tabernacle here. We love your presence. We recognize Moses and Elijah. We recognize your presence. We recognize your glory. Let's make this a monument. But it says that a voice came from heaven and said, this is my beloved son. Hear him. We recognize the law. We recognize Moses. We recognize the prophets. We recognize Elijah. But it's time to hear Jesus. In Hebrews, it says, God at sundry times and his divers manners has spoke to us by his, the prophets, but has now spoken to us by his son. Jesus Christ. It's not that, and I'm going to get in trouble right here, because I continue to say this. I believe this. I, 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 so I, I'm sorry, Pastor. You know, I do believe this, but I believe that there are many ways that you can get the things of God, that you can get to God, because God moves in faith. God moves in trust. God moves in principle. But the problem is, is that it's only been one way that's ordained. It's, it's only been one way that God said, this is my, that put my approval on. This is the only way. That's why Christ can declare, I am the way, the truth, and the life. We understand that truth is relative. We understand that we see ancient documents that all agree, that all tell the same story. Why? Because truth is relative, and we understand that truth. But then Christ came and said, okay, we can see that. You can see these ancient texts, but this is the truth. It doesn't say that the Bible is the truth. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man. So all of those declarations in ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia, all the tablets, you know, from all different cultures through some marriages and all these other ancient texts that you people are coming up with, we understand that truth is relative, but Christ said he's the truth. We understand, do you understand that the devil was in the garden? That the devil was with the beginning with man? That the devil knew the plan of God? And he dwelled on this earth? He dwelled on this earth when he was cast down. He was cast down and has come with all these counterfeits because he understood how God was going to do it. But he didn't know that the Lord of glory came to be crucified. Because man's habits continue to be man would rise. Man would rise and a movement would start. Man would rise and people would follow the man. But when you kill the man, you kill the movement. People would rise and fall. We, even in Christ's times, the Zealots, the Maccabees, all these, a movement came even to the point when Christ was there and the Sanhedrin said, listen, hey, hey, in the book of Acts, he said, listen, if this person be of God, if, the, if these people be of God, you know, we don't want we want to be careful right here, because we 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 don't want to be found fighting against God. He, and he reminded them. He said, "Remember all these other movements that came, all these other groups that came, all these other movements that came and tried to establish themselves." He said, "But it died out. When they died, it died." But we have to be wise. Let me see. <clears throat> In Acts 5, 39, it says, but if it be God, <clears throat> we can't overthrow it. Lest happily we be found even to fight against God. 
So the wisdom of the rulers at that time even had them, we don't want to fight against God while we're moving in the things of God. I understand I, I understand and I'm beginning to understand. I've heard that question so many times. Are there many ways to God? I believe that there is. The problem is, is that there's only appointed one time for judgment. And after the judgment, after death, the judgment. And when you're found without the Lord of glory, when you're found without the way, the truth, and the life, when you're found without the blood of Jesus applied to your life, the Lord says, how did you get up here? Because scripture says that anyone that came any other way, we know that scripture, when Christ talked about the other prophets and all those that came before him, said if they came any other way, they will be accounted as thieves and robbers. What, what, what a tragedy to be counted, to, to access God. but be thrown out of heaven because you didn't strive by the law of the law of sin and death. You didn't apply it to the law of grace and peace. You didn't apply it to the law that's in Christ Jesus. My God. Second Timothy 2 says, preach the word, be instant, in season, out of season, reprove. That is the correct with the current connotation, reprove has a connotation that you're talking to someone that's saved. Rebuke, it says reprove, rebuke. Rebuke is strong, stern correction, not necessarily in a loving way, but hard, stern, critical criticism as to smack someone out of the fires of hell. Exhort to strongly encourage because people today need to be encouraged. Don't you know that Christ in you is the hope of glory. We want to start a movement of prayer with DTW Ministries. We want to start a movement with consecration in DTW. We want to start a movement of the people of God crying out to God like never before, not because we're in trouble, but because we recognize that God is our source. We recognize that he's the father of spirits. We recognize that he's the prince of peace. We recognize that he's the God of our salvation, and we want a community communication line. We want a relationship with him through prayer. Exhort, for the time will come, and here it is again. It was in Psalm 78, but here it is in the New Testament in 2 Timothy. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Now I want to hear sound doctrine, but after their own lust. Does that sound familiar? But after the things that they want to do, after the things they want to hear, after the things they want to say, after the things that they want to cleave to, keep to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. That's a hard saying that we're so used and the world gets so used to following after what they want that even their hearing is disconnected from the word of God. We understand that our flesh doesn't want 
but even what we hear, and, and I know even because I, I, I was a party. So when I'm driving or when I'm walking or when I was on the bus, you know, I could tell where the party was because you would hear the music. You know, when Pete, you were in the middle of, hey, what's that? What's that I hear? Because my ear was open because I was looking for the party. But because people aren't looking for God, it said that their ear was turned to fables. What a tragedy to have our ears turned to fables. Have our ears turned to fables that we won't even hear truth anymore. God, I pray for such an anointing in the name of Jesus that when I speak or when you use me and speak through me, Holy Spirit, that it would prick the ears of those that have turned away their ear and turned to fables. I pray that your truth, God, would penetrate through every lie that the devil has told. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. The blood of Jesus is against you. And I release a piercing word to break asunder everyone that's hard of hearing, everyone that's dull of hearing in the name of Jesus. I pray and I call for the blast of the shofar to break and destroy every stronghold and every yoke by your anointing, God, in the name of Jesus. Verse 5 in 2 Timothy 2 said, but watch, you watch in all things and endure because it's coming time. I've seen videos on YouTube where people come up in the preacher's face and want to attack them. There's coming times, and even now, you have to endure affliction. We can't think we're going to heaven on flowery beds of ease just because we're doing the will of God. Paul did the will of God, yet he was shipwrecked. Paul and Silas did the will of God, yet they were bound and cast into prison. They were whipped. They were brought before the magistrates. Christ himself was crucified. And there's coming a time where persecution is definitely coming back to the church. I'm praying that everyone that sees this video, if you love God, and I don't even want to say if you love God, but if you've been in the church and the pandemic has gotten you out of the seats, this is a call for you to go back home. Go back to your home church. Go back to the assembly of the saints. Don't forsake the assembling of your together as a matter of such years, but gather yourselves together that as God begins to ignite us, as God begins to ignite us and begins to burn fire and embers and blow on us, that revival fire may stir in our spirits that you won't miss the time of refreshing. And this is not for everybody because some people still enjoy the service and get involved in it and get their books and still get involved even as though they're a little afraid. And I bind the spirit of fear for those that are still afraid to be gathered together. 
but those that are, are using Christianity and using the church and using Zoom and lose, using live stream as some type of religious comfort while you're washing dishes, while, while you're playing games, while you're on your phone. You got it playing in the background, but you're not tuning in. You just got it playing in the atmosphere. Listen, you got to get this thing in your ear. You got to get this thing in your heart. You have to give your whole heart to it. And what better way? And then as, as men wax worse and worse, we want to make sure that our communication, we want to make sure our fellowship is like this. We want to come together even the more as the people of God because the because of this world, men are waxing worse and worse. They'll know us. You got to know them that labor among you. You can't do that if every time we join together, you're on the other side of this screen watching through live stream. So I challenge you, those that are, you know, don't make don't make this live stream into a monument. Don't don't make these live stream services into a monument. God brought it, and the technology was already in place. Look at the wisdom of God that the technology during this pandemic was already in place, that you didn't have to miss a beat and stayed safe and still got the word. But now that movement, that, that moment is over. And we can't make a monument now out of live stream. We got to use now and, and get back off our very edge and come back to the house. My God, come back to prayer. Come come back to fasting. Come back to fellowship. My goodness, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because there's coming a shaking. There's nothing like tribulation to shake up a foundation. There's nothing like hardship to shake a foundation. Remember when Christ said he said he's going to come, he's got another shaking is coming where he's going to shake heaven and earth. He's going to shake the sea. He's going to shake everything. Every, and everything that can move will move. But everything that's founded on a rock, everything that has its foundation in Christ, that has its foundation in God, will be secured. Are you secure today? Moments, movements, monuments. What are you building? Every morning. When I come into the presence of God, I have a moment with God. Hallelujah. I have a moment. I feel the very presence of God in prayer. I feel him as he overshadows me, as he stirs up me on the inside. Sometimes I don't feel anything, so I just sit there quietly in my prayer closet. Just sit there and just think of the goodness of God until he gives me the insurance for the day. Thank you for sustenance. Thank you, God, for keeping me. Thank you for today's daily bread. And as I move forward in movement, he directs my paths. My God, he makes my crooked paths straight. My God, he makes my paths plain. Prayer. Fasting. That's my challenge to you. I'm done. That's my challenge to you today. God is calling you in the moment, this moment, 930, July 25th, 930 p.m., on Facebook, on Blog Talk, on Purpose Kingdom Network. God is calling you in this moment 
that you would join the movement of the Holy Spirit. That you will stop trying to set up a tabernacle of comfort, but that you would move what he moved. <laughs> I hear the rap song, yeah, just like that. That you'll move when he moves. That you'll bend when he bends. That you'll speak when he speaks. Listen, God wants to use you, man of God, child of God, woman of God, in the supermarket. Not necessarily to preach, but to ask somebody that you see is hurting. And I pray that your discernment picks up, that you'll be able with spiritual insight to see those that are hurting, that need a word, that need maybe just some change without even asking, maybe a dollar. Not for drugs, but because they're really struggling. Someone that you can just walk past and grab them by the hand or come up to them and say, God told me to pray for you. Can I pray for you? Hey, I'm talking to me. Can I pray for you? And begin to pray. And just pray the blessings of God on their life. Pray that God will give them ear to hear. Pray for their salvation. Pray for their family. Pray for their children. Because God wants that moment to become a monument, to become a movement. I'm going to say this story a guy gave, a God gave our pastor down here in Georgia. Um, and I've seen it a few times on Facebook where it was a young man. He was moved mightily. He was moved by the Spirit of God. He, he had to preach. He wanted to preach. God told him where to go and God told him what to do. And he went and he purchased a big tent. And he went out and he went to run the tent revival. And he had the Bible for a few days, and only one person came. He was discouraged. He, he was discouraged. I know, I know if you put out that money, people put out the money for ministry, because ministry cost. And he put out the money out of his own pocket. And he said, God, I thought that you told me to do this. And he couldn't understand it. And, and he went away discouraged. He went away with people not coming, but the one, but the one person that did come was a young Billy Graham. We can't worry of the monuments that we try to build, but we have to move in the movement of God when God gives us a moment. God, I do thank you and I bless you. Thank you for this word. I pray, God, that it will encourage and challenge the hearts of your people. God, to make every moment a place for the movement of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you for those moments that we'll have. I pray for boldness. I bind the spirit of fear. Bind the spirit of pride. Find the spirit, God, hallelujah, that even would come against the child of God. And I pray for boldness in Jesus' name. If you don't know Jesus, in this moment, when you're watching this video, I want to invite you into the family of God through Jesus Christ. You're saying, I know God, but I, I, don't, I, I don't believe that Jesus is the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. 
there's only one way. Yeah, yeah, I know I said earlier that there's many ways to God, but there's only one way that's ordained by God, and that way is Christ Jesus. All of us, the Bible says, all of us will be counted as thieves and robbers. You may have access the things of God. You may have accessed the very presence of God. You may be religious, and the love of God that you show and, and your character is just so high, and your ethics are just so great, and you're just this great person. But you got to stand before God one day, and God is only ordained one way, and that's through his son, through the one who died for your sin. The one who rose again on the third day, my God, hallelujah, is now on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and I. If you want to meet him, you want to be introduced, you want to be um, invited, you're already invited, but you want to be introduced and a part of the family of God. I'm going to say a prayer that I want you to repeat after me. You know, after that, Brother Rob or Pastor Toy or someone's going to come and give you some further instructions on your new life as you're born again um, and going to give you some instructions on how you can correspond with Purpose Kingdom and some um, suggestions on where you can attend um, services that and join yourself to a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching, Bible-teaching church. Repeat with me. Say, God, be merciful. To me, a sinner, forgive me of my sin and wash me in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Save my soul and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I ask it in Jesus' name and to his glory, excuse me, Lord Jesus, by your spirit, come into my heart and be Lord and master of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Amen. If you said what you meant, meant what you said, God has done what you've asked. Now find yourself a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching, Bible-teaching church. We want to invite you, as always, to deliver the evangelistic church if you're in the Philadelphia area or 2001 West Lehigh under the auspices. You know I like using big words. Under the auspices of our pastor, the Reverend Glenn Spaulding. You know, we're going to call on our engineer, our pastor, you know, Pastor Toy and Brother Rob, they're going to give you some announcements and some information um, on what to do, and then we'll come with the final word and the benediction. God bless you. All right, all right. Uh, so I hope you're enjoying tonight's episode uh, like I am. And uh, I'm going to do what I normally don't do, and I want to say if you want to say that uh, this is your favorite reverend, you can just go to pkn.net. <laughs> I mean, uh, PKS, <laughs> Purpose Kingdom Net, at gmail.com, and you can just vote Reverend Wing for your favorite reverend. So I won't be alone in casting that vote and saying this is my favorite reverend. 
So with that being said, real quickly, we will go on to the announcements. This is a Product Purpose Kim Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are, whether you listen to us online or via phone. We thank you so much, and we appreciate those that share with your friends and family members, letting them know that Purpose Kim Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we broadcast live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. When we do a live show, we do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. Anytime you want to talk to any one of our hosts, you just press the number one, and we'll get you right in as soon as we can. Okay, and uh, we also invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at uh, Facebook, uh, Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. We can see our upcoming shows, the advertisements, and from time to time, we do make major announcements on the social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter under their handle, purpose underscore kingdom. And, of course, if you want to um, email us, you can email us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns, and also you can send your prayer your, your prayer requests and your praise report and also your favorite reverend quote. Okay, and um, we do have a radio network, which is pkn.com. Uh, there you can listen to music of inspiration for 24 hours. Okay, and um, we're just going to say with God's will and God's blessing, we're going to hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour. We're going to have another rebroadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network. Please check it out. It's going to be good. Another rebroadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network tomorrow evening with God's will and God's blessing. Please join us. It will be exciting, and it will be good. And uh, with that being said, I'm going to hand the show back over to my favorite Reverend, Reverend Williams. Here he goes. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you so much. We thank God for you. Listen, children of God, I always pray that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable unto God. And and, and not only that, my true desire is that people don't fall into the same idolatry and foolishness and the wickedness that I did and fall in the same sins that I did. I want to have as many people as I can to avoid the pitfalls of um, sin, of following after their own desire um, to be paramount in my ministry because my desire is that we don't miss God. What a tragedy to grow up in church, to grow up singing on the choir, to grow up living not a bad life, but not a God life either, and get to God if he says, I never knew you. That, that, that's a tragedy. You know, I was one that I had made up in my mind, if I'm going to sin, I'm going to sin, and I'm going to do what I want. And, and I mean, I'm, not, I'm not going to just ease my way and still go to hell because I believed even at a young age that Jesus was the way. And I believe it even more now that Jesus Christ is the ordained way to God. Neither is there salvation in any other but the name of Jesus. Call on him, won't you? While he may be found. Seek him when he's near. Because there is coming a time where the word of God says that man won't endure sound doctrine. 
that they'll heap unto themselves teachers. Have you heard so many heresies and heretical teachers that are saying all kind of blasphemies and things that aren't in the Bible, that actually they're teaching, calling themselves Christian, but their teaching contradicts what God says already in the Word? Second Timothy teaches with itching ears that they would not hear the truth but their ears will be turned to fables. I pray better for you, son. I pray better for you, daughter. I pray better for you, child of God, that God will give us ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. For it's God that works in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I pray that you be encouraged in the name of Jesus. Have a great evening. Amen. God bless you. Jesus led. He raised me. I will not lose. He saved me. I will not lose. Set me free. I will not lose. Never want to see me down. I will not lose.